Hello, and welcome to Down at Kintail Camp, the podcast that keeps you connected to the people, places, sights, and sounds that make Camp Kintail an especially special place. I'm Kristen Hydra-Gillard, and today we talk with Deb Beaton. Deb is deeply woven into the tapestry that is the Kintail community. She shares stories of her time at camp and even offers up a fun tale or two about the current Kintail executive directors, Jonathan and Teresa. This is an episode you won't want to miss, and without further ado, we pass the mic over to Deb. Okay, my name's Deb Beaton. I um, have been connected with Kintail since family camp, 1989. And then we did, I came as a camper to, for Women of the Wilderness and, and had a great time with Carney and Trillium as our, our leaders, uh, faithful leaders that summer. And uh, we came, we, we continue to came, come for commissionings when our niece Courtney, uh, AKA Almond was, uh, coming to camp and was uh, counseling. So um, even today, this weekend, uh, we, sh- we got here in, in Vega, uh, Lisa showed up with her family right behind us. It was like, wow. And then Pacific, who was with us uh, for Kintail on the Road, came to Windsor for Kintail on the Road and stayed with us. And, and she's here this week weekend with her family. It's so exciting. It's like having a camp reunion because my niece, Courtney, Almond and her family are also here this weekend. It's an amazing place to come because we haven't been able to meet our great niece Briar until this weekend. Weekend Away is incredible, it's fascinating. Another um, way that we've been able to come and enjoy Kintail, we've come, we've come just for visits when we've been going to visit friends in the area. It's just such a wonderful place to be. It's really hard to choose one spot because there's so many great spots to, to see. But um, I always loved going to the chapel um, and when at the commissionings, when the staff would come through the woods and they'd be singing. Um, it, it's just, it was so moving. And to see the, the enthusiasm and the joy in those kids, those young people, um, getting ready to, to serve in ministry here at Kintail. Um, I can't tell you how wonderful that is. And so I think that we always go to the chapel. We always, always, first thing, go down to the beach. And um, even the first night we got here, the sun was just starting to go down. And it was so beautiful, so amazing, breathtaking, really. And, and it just felt like we were coming home. We were back. So that's something we always do when we're here. We go down, watch the sunsets, and uh, enjoy that special, very special. Everybody who we have been met through camp have grown in phenomenal ways. But I think, um, aside from our own children, one of the people that stands out is uh, Sarah Stockford. She was so shy, and um, she now is just able to present herself. She has confidence, and she's able to um, communicate beautifully. And uh, she saw she's studying to be a minister. So 
you know, to see that in Sarah, and um, I just, she's one of those young people that um, I watched her grow up from the day she was born and saw the influence that uh, Kintail had on her. She's taking the, the skills of what she's learned here and she's making the most of it and really uh, using that out in the world. I think all the kids do that. Um, you know, I, I think that's why so many of them become teachers. You know, they, they come here and, and they're given um, a lot of self-confidence, right? All of them grow in their, in their self-confidence and they um, learn to like themselves and they learn to respect others. Um, you see all of the fruits of the Spirit in each and every one, everybody here at staff, you see love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, thankfulness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see them all. It's in every person here at camp, and it's, um, and it's so evident. And I think that in the leadership of, of uh, Jonathan and Teresa, uh, they have um, shown us how important that is to them, and it shows up in their staff. Like, everybody just seems to love each other here, and, uh, it's, and that's what it should be like. It should be like that in the whole world, right? <laughs> One of my favorite stories about Kintail, actually there were a few, when we did Women of the Wilderness back, way back in 1999, I think it was. We were in our cabin, the group of women that were going out the next day, and um, a group of staff came through the, the site and, and started singing, and they, were, they sang their way into our, our cabin. It gives me goosebumps even now to think about it. But another funny story, and maybe I'm telling tales out of school here, was um, one of uh, John's friends, who was also a counselor, Teresa's sister, had borrowed John's uh, microwave and was returning it. And so I'm at camp with a microwave, right? And uh, Jonathan and Peter couldn't resist putting that microwave in the van to go on Women of the Wilderness. They called themselves our tripping angels, but I knew who it was. <laughs> so that was great. So I've got a picture somewhere out in, I've got books of pictures of memories uh, at home of Kintail, but that's one of the pictures of me holding the microwave to go on Women of the Wilderness. <laughs> that was a good story. And it was uh, like Jonathan and, and Peter and Kate and um, Teresa were all counselors then, and they were dating. And so I also have pictures of them horsing around. When we got back, we just, we're just, we came back with so much joy. I'm surprised uh, Teresa ever had kids because all the women in the group were married and had kids and were telling her stories about childbirth. I thought, she's never going to have kids. <laughs> That's what happens when you go on Women of the Wilderness and you're sitting around a campfire. <laughs> it was too funny. Anyway, she went on to have three wonderful kids, so that she not good for her. <laughs> We're all relaxing, and, and two of the other ladies had taken out a canoe 
and the t canoe tipped. And, and we're all running for our cameras. Like, well, not Teresa and Carney and uh, Trillium. They were, they were on, the, on the money getting out there. And I'm excited because they're doing canoe over canoe. Because I didn't know how to, when we did it, it was a canoe trip to Algonquin. And I had never been in a canoe. So I had rented videos from the library to learn how to paddle a canoe. <laughs> So I'm, I'm all excited because they're doing canoe over canoe and they're rescuing these two people out there. It was great. And, uh, but we all running for our cameras and, and instead of, you know, really getting in, it was funny. But uh, those, the, the counselors were on the ball. <laughs> we have a daughter who has special needs and when we came to family camp, that was one of the few places that we felt comfortable and they made sure that there was somebody available for our daughter Marka the whole time, you know, that we were here. Um, we had a good group of friends with us, so we kind of, I think she kind of felt that she didn't have to work very hard. <laughs> it, it was there and it made us feel comfortable coming here and, and what they have done over the years to accommodate people with special needs is incredible. It's just incredible. I love to walk around the camp. It's visible. And it says, you are so welcome here. And that's very special. That's very special. Well, I think probably, um, aside from my own family, I would choose Jonathan and Teresa. And I think um, because I have seen their dream in, come alive. Um, oh, I, I mean, Teresa was at family camp in 1989. I watched her grow up. And she worked with my son. And she was my camp counselor. And every time I see her, I'm excited to see her. And I'm excited to see her and Jonathan and the girls like it's you know we've just followed their life ever since we've known them so it's been a very um, long and and wonderful relationship and we try to come back and part of the reason we love to come here is because we get to see them too <laughs> so um, outside of family I mean of course you know with, with John and and Courtney and and, um, and then the, the Peyton kids and the Pattersons and uh, the Stockbirds, you know, like all, all and, and then um, when, when John was here, I used to write letters and I'd draw pictures of the camp names on the front of the letters because I knew they had to sing if there was a picture on the, on the letter. So I would draw like sandpipers and newts and, and uh, it, yeah, trees, hickory, like it, uh, those were camp names of, of kids that I still keep in touch with, still keep in touch. I know where they are. I know what, how many kids they have. I know that they're teaching or they're, they're working out in the world and I know that they're successful and happy and, and that makes me happy. Thank you so much for sharing your stories and your laughter and your perspective as you've watched camp and the people who visit it change and grow over the years. We're so lucky to have had a chance to sit down and talk with you and hope you're able to visit again soon. Do you have photos of trips to Kintail? Please don't hesitate to send them to us. We're always excited to grow our collection of Kintail memories, especially when young love or microwaves are on the table. 
Today, we end with the song, How Great Thou Art, led by Cameron Sound Arts and performed by the 2020 summer staff. Thanks for joining us, and we can't wait for you to drop in again down at Kintail Camp. Oh, my.